You are listening to New Life the Fort. We pray that this season you take possession of every good gift God has prepared for you. Are you ready for the word? You know, I believe there's freedom in this place. You know what? If there, when there is freedom, freedom in this place, there is breakthrough. Breakthrough. So some of you, as you give Him praise, as you are being free right now, you're going to be experiencing breakthrough in your life. Amen? And earlier, I, I felt like I'm in jam out loud. I felt like I'm in the youth service. Maybe because there's a lot of young people in this house. Ages 13 and up. <laughs> if you're 13 and up, means you're young. Amen? Now you can, can you stand up as we read the word? Yeah. We're going to honor the word today. Hallelujah. Hmm. Are you excited? Are you expectant? Me too. Amen. Let's read uh, in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 25 to thir- uh, 28 in the message. It says, Your husbands, go all out in your love for your wives. We're setting you up here, husbands. Exactly as Christ did for the church. A love marked by what? Giving, not getting. Christ's love makes the church whole. His words evoke her beauty. Everything he does and says is designed to bring out the best out of her. Dressing her in dazzling white silk, radiant with holiness. And, all, uh, and that is how husbands ought to love their wives. They're really doing themselves a favor since they're already one in marriage. And in verse 32, in the King James Version, this is a great mystery, but I speak concerning Christ and the church. Let's pray. Father, thank you for the freedom in this place. Freedom to worship, freedom to praise, freedom to receive from you, Lord. Hallelujah. Lord God, our hearts are ready now to receive our ears ready now to hear, and our eyes ready to see, to see things beyond the natural, Father. To see things that you have been stored for us today. Lord God, we're ready. <laughs> we're ready, Lord God. Tell the person next to you, I'm ready. Yeah, in Jesus' name, amen. Now, before you sit down, give five people a high five and two people a hug. Hallelujah. You're getting used to it now, right? <laughs> And it's good to be in the house of God. Amen. <sighs> Always remember when the word is preached, when the word of God, when Jesus is preached, it is designed for us to be fruitful. It's, it is actually designed for us to experience possession. It is designed for us to experience breakthrough and favor. So you're in the right place. Tell the person next to you, you're in the right place. If you want to experience favor in your life, you're in the right place. Because here... We're not going to preach about ourselves. We're going to preach about Him. Because when you see Him, you see provision. You see everything that you will ever need in life. Amen? Hallelujah. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Pastors, if you're listening, hi. <laughs> By the way, they're in Malaysia right now. They're enjoying there. They're ministering there. And I believe our pastors are making a difference right now. They're, they're, uh, they're, they're preaching the word there in Malaysia. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, are you ready? 
Now, last Sunday, pastors preached on shine. We are meant to shine, shine, shine. <laughs> and for us to shine, we need to look to Jesus. Because we are only reflecting His glory. You know what? Just like a sun, the moon, just like the moon, the moon doesn't have its own light. Do you know that? I just researched at Google. Google me. <laughs> the moon doesn't have its own light. It only reflects the, the, the light from the sun. It seems like our lives as well, we don't have our own light. But we, when we look to the sun, set our eyes on the Savior. We, that's what we're, singing all of, what we're singing earlier. When we look to Him, we shine. And the world will see the glory of God. When you hear the glory of God, it means the goodness of the Lord. Amen? The glory of God is the goodness of God. Hallelujah. And also, our pastors preached on, or they mentioned about us being the bride of Christ. Dressed in dazzling white silk. Who among you are married here? You're married? You, have, you were able to, uh, no? what's that? Wear a gown, wear a dress. Now for women, it's easier for you to imagine that, wearing a gown. <laughs> but for men, no. <laughs> it's impossible. I cannot imagine wearing a gown, right? A gown. <laughs> a robe. Ah, that's better, nah? a robe. But praise God, Apostle Paul was talking to the husbands. And as a husband, I can remember my wife. I can remember my bride. And she's there. Hi. <laughs> yeah, she's pregnant. Not now. But she will he will come out anytime. But Gabe doesn't want it <laughs> because he will take over the service. Um, I can still remember she's wearing that beautiful dress. She's so beautiful. She was so glorious. And until now, she's glowing. Amen. And while she was walking down the aisle, every eye was on her, not on me. <laughs> Amen. I was just there at the end of the aisle singing, All my life, without a doubt, I give you. Oh my life. I was just there. And I still remember what Pastor said during our wedding. That as the man, as the uh, as, as, as husband, my responsibility really is to receive the love from the Father. Is to receive, to meditate on the love of God and receive from Him. Because then and only then I can love my wife. Amen? The Bible says we love because He first loved us. The reason why we can love God and we, the reason why we can love our uh, family members and, our, and, our, and others, the reason why we can love is because He first loved us. Amen. Hallelujah. That's why we need to be overflowing with His love for us to express love. Amen. Hallelujah. And as a bride, uh, or as a bride of Christ, we reflect His glory and we shine for Him. Now, how can we do that? How can we shine for Him? Earlier, I said it already, that we are just beholding 
the Son. Amen? That's why the title of my message is this. Are you ready? It's Beholding Jesus. Beholding Jesus. While I was meditating on this, I remember the vision of our church. I see a strong local church with a desire to know Jesus in all His beauty. In all His beauty. To live in the reality of His finished work and to make Him known through the preaching of the gospel, which is the grace of God. As we hear more of Him, we are going to see facets. We are going to see Him in all His beauty. And so today, that's my prayer, actually, that you would see a, f- you would see a pres- fresh picture of Jesus Christ, amen, that will help you live a victorious life. So are you ready? Can you go to Colossians chapter 1, verse 15 in the message? It says here, we'll look at this son, which is Jesus, and see, God's, uh, and see God who cannot be seen. We'll look at this son and we'll see God's original purpose. Say original purpose. In everything created. Now, in Genesis, in the garden, God's original purpose for man is for us to live in the glory. In the garden, everything is provided for. There's no sickness in the garden. There is no lack in the garden. But there's only provision. How long you love that? Everything that you need is provided for. Amen. In Christ, it is provided for. But in the garden, everything. Not only that. In the garden, they are clothed with God's glory. They are not naked in the garden. Contrary to to the tradition, they are naked. No, in the garden, they are clothed with the glory of God. And for husbands, malaking tipid yun. <laughs> if your wife doesn't have to shop because there's the glory, malaking <laughs> tipid nun. Ang daming chicken joy ang pwede mong bilhin. <laughs> Hallelujah. And man was clothed with God's glory. Now, speaking of glory, there's a story that our pastors preached on or told us last time. And it was when Jesus was transfigured. Or he was transformed. That's in Matthew chapter 17, verse 1 to 8. Amen. You still remember this story from last week? It says here, Now after six days, Jesus took Peter, James, and John, his brother, led them up on a high mountain by themselves, and he was transfigured before them. His face shone like the sun. Meaning, that's glory, the glorified Jesus. And his clothes became as white as the light. And behold, Moses and Elijah. Was it there? Moses and Elijah appeared to them, talking with, talking with what? Talking with whom? With him. Capital H, meaning they're talking to Jesus. And this is the best part of the story. Verse 4. Then Peter answered. (laughs) Then Peter answered and said to Jesus, Lord, it is good for us to be here. If you wish, let us make here three tabernacles, one for you, 
one for Elijah, and one for Moses. And Peter was so excited. He was so excited. Pero who among you now, sablay na naman dito si Peter. <laughs> who among you like Peter? Who among you here like Peter? Nah, you like John the most, right? Because he's the disciple whom Jesus loved. But who among you can relate to Peter? Can relate to Peter? Come on. Marami ka sablay sa buhay. <laughs> That's why you can relate to him. Me, personally, I can relate to him. Because, yun nga, marami kang sablay sa buhay. <laughs> but, uh, I can relate to him and I also wrote a song about Peter. Hmm. Talaga? Si Jason, talaga? <laughs> well, I wrote a song about Peter and it goes something like this. You have turned the water into wine And you heal this broken heart of mine I can walk on water as I look upon your face I am complete in you And I am secure in you Well, I was meditating on Peter's life. That's the time I wrote the song. Peter was able... Peter saw Jesus turning water into wine. He was there. He saw Jesus turning water into wine. And Peter was able to walk on water. He was able to walk on water by beholding Jesus. Peter experienced the impossible. At the same time, Jesus, uh, Peter denied Jesus Three times. He saw Jesus turning water into wine. He was able to walk on water. He denied Jesus three times. And I believe that broke his heart. Denying your master, denying your teacher, that broke his heart. That's why he healed the broken heart of mine. And during the resurrection, when Jesus was resurrected, What happened? He met all the disciples in the shore. And during that time, Jesus asked Peter, Peter, do you love me? And Peter said, yes, Lord, I love you. With a smile on his face. Then feed my lamb, Jesus said. Another, another question, Jesus, Peter, do you love me? Said Jesus. And Peter said, yes, Lord, I love you. With a smile on his face. The third time, Jesus asked Peter, Peter, do you love me? Three times. And that time, Peter broke down. <laughs> Because during that time, Peter was restored by Jesus. He denied Jesus three times, but this time, Jesus is asking him three times, do you love me? Among you know, Jesus is restoring Peter during this time. And not only restoring Peter, God, Jesus gave him a responsibility to take care of something that is precious in his heart. And that is his church, that is his sheep, and that is his flock. Amen. So no one can disqualify you if you, if you think, if you think, if you think you make a mess, if you think you make a mistake, you fail. No one can disqualify you in serving the Lord. Amen. Your past failures cannot disqualify you 
in serving the Lord and be, be used by God. Amen. Hallelujah. When the Lord restores, He restores more than what was lost. And I declare that over you today. Restoration in your life. Everything that the devil has stolen, it will be back to you seven times. Sevenfold in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hmm. You ready for more? Well, let's continue. Matthew 17. While he was still speaking, this was Peter. It says here, behold. Say behold. Or other word for behold is suddenly. The Bible is full of, full of behold moments or suddenly moments. And I believe that we're going to experience that. Amen? A bright cloud overshadowed them, and suddenly a voice came out of the cloud saying, This is it, my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Hear Him. And when the disciples heard it, they fell on their face and were greatly afraid. But, when, but Jesus came and touched them and said, Arise, do not be afraid, when they have lifted up their eyes. They saw no one but Jesus only. Now, there are certain things that I want us to see in this story of transfiguration. One of that is Moses and Elijah. It says here, Moses and Elijah appeared to them. Have you ever asked why Moses and Elijah? How many of you are familiar with this story? You've heard of this story. Now, why does Moses and Elijah need to appear and talk to Jesus? Have you ever asked that question? What, are they, what they talk about? It's actually recorded in Luke chapter 9. Can you go there? Luke chapter 9 verse 30. Hmm. Then two men, Moses and Elijah, appeared and began talking with Jesus. 31. They were glorious to see, and they were speaking about His, His, from this world, which was about to be fulfilled in, what is about to be fulfilled in Jerusalem? His death on the cross. Moses and Elijah appeared to Jesus to talk about His death. Because I believe during this time, there's a transition. There's a transition. A transition of covenant from the covenant of the law to the covenant of grace. Amen. Moses and Elijah represents the old covenant. But Jesus represents the new covenant, which is the new and living way. The better way. Amen. And to prove you that, let's go back to verse 1. Verse 1. After six days, Jesus took who? Peter. Can you say it louder? Peter. Led them up on a high mountain by themselves. You know what? Peter's name was Cephas. Is that, did I pronounce it correctly? Cephas, which means the stone. James' name, James' uh, Hebrew name was Jacob which means supplanter, which means the name, of J the name of James means 
replaced. And John's name was Yohanan, which means grace. Which means the law was replaced by grace. The law was replaced by grace. And it's giving us a picture of what we should focus on. We should not focus on our own strength. We should focus on Him. We should not focus on what we can do. We should focus on what He did for us. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hmm. Can you go to Deuteronomy chapter 1, verse 6 to 7? I believe Brother Gabe and Sister Katie shared this. How many of you were here when they shared about uh, Deuteronomy chapter 1, verse 6? You were here? Let's go there. The Lord our God spoke to us in Horeb. The word Horeb means the law. Interesting, right? You have dwelt long enough, long enough at this mountain. Turn and take your journey and go to the mountains of the Amorites, to all the neighboring places in the plain, in the mountains of, and in the lowland in the south, and on the coastland, in the land of the Canaanites, and to Lebanon, as far as the great river Euphrates. What's that? It's the, it's the cross. It's time for us to turn from our self-effort, take this journey to look to the cross. That's verse 6 and verse 7. Not, let's go to verse 8 in the New King James. Can you go to the New King James? Instead? Oh, it's okay. Amplify it. It says in verse 8, Behold. Say behold. You need to turn from yourself, from your self-effort, and look to the cross. And when you look to the cross and when you see the cross, you will be able to see God's promises in your life. Can you go there? Behold, I have set the land before you. Go in and take possession of the land. For you to be able to possess this year, this is the season of, this is the season of, we're going to possess because we're looking at the cross. We're looking at what He has done for us, not in our own strength, but Him, His strength, what He does for us. Amen. Hallelujah. How many you are getting it? Oh, you're getting it. I believe so. Hallelujah. Now, there are still people who's trying to do things on their own strength, but not here in New Life the Fourth. I believe so. Amen? Not here in New Life the Fourth. But there are people who are trying to do the law and expecting grace to flow. Expecting grace to flow. Cannot be. Tell, tell the person next to you, cannot be. <laughs> cannot be. Lagi mo nang ganon. Cannot be. <laughs> you cannot mix law and grace. You cannot put new wine into old wine skin because it will break. It will break. Can you go to 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 7? And if the ministry of death written and engraved on stones, was glorious, 
so that the children of Israel could not look steadily at the face of Moses. They cannot look at Moses because of the glory of his countenance, which glory was passing away. There's glory in the law, but it's the, the glory that is, who among you love a beauty that is passing away? <laughs> you don't want, right? You want a glorious, every glo- from glory to glory. Amen. Hallelujah. And let me tell you this. If you want to do things on your own strength and not by looking unto Jesus, let me tell you this. It might work. Mm. When you look at your own strength and not looking unto Jesus, do it on your own strength. How many of you have tried doing it on your own strength? Yeah? It might work, but it will not last. It might work, but it will not last because the glory of the law is fading away. The purpose of the law is for us to put out at the end of ourselves and tell uh, and for us to realize we cannot do it. Amen. We need a Savior. We need Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. That's why there are people who are bitter in life. <laughs> bitter in life. Because they tried and they failed, they become bitter. But here in New Life the Fort, we're not bitter. We are better. <laughs> Tell the person next to you, better. Uh, we have something better. Amen. We have a better covenant established in better promises. Amen. We have a faithful Jesus. Amen. And whatever He promised you, He will fulfill it because He is faithful. Amen. Hallelujah. We look to Jesus. We behold Him. Another thing that I want to share here is the cloud. It says here, a bright cloud overshadowed them. And suddenly a voice came out of the cloud saying, this is my beloved son. Now a cloud, cloud represents the presence of God. Cloud represents the presence of God. In the Old Testament, when the law was given, a dark, dark, thick cloud covered them. And the Israelites cannot come close to the mountain. Even at the foot of the mountain, they cannot come close. Why? Because the law was given. But here, a bright cloud. Say bright cloud. Bright cloud overshadowed them, including Peter, James, and John. They were at the mountain. In the old, when you come to that cloud, you're dead. (laughs) But here, they are alive. You know why? Because grace is in the cloud. Jesus is there in the cloud. The love of God. What they, what they heard during the time that they were in the cloud was, here, was this. This is my beloved son. Hear him. I believe it's giving us a picture on what we should focus on today. We should focus on the son. Amen? Hallelujah. Among you getting anything today? Among you are blessed? Receiving this? Now, can you go to Hebrews chapter 12? Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1 to 2. Ready for more? Hmm. Therefore, we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight 
and every sin which so easily ensnare us. And let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking unto, looking unto the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, the cross despising the shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. This is, what I, this is the picture that I want us to see in the spirit. This is not in the natural, but you see this in the spirit, in your spirit. We need to see Jesus sitting at the right hand of the Father. We need to see Jesus now seated on high. Forever He is glorified. Forever He is lifted high. We were singing that earlier. And that's the picture that I want us to see today. Jesus being lifted up. Jesus in the glory. Amen. The Bible says, as He is, so are we. As He was. The Bible says, as He, so are we in this world. Meaning, there's a picture here, what happened in the mountain. There's a picture of how should we see Jesus today in the glory. Now, let me give you three reasons why. <laughs> well, you love three, three points here. <laughs> so I love three points. It's easier for me to understand everything. <laughs> um, when you see Jesus in the glory, this is number one. When you see Jesus in the glory and where he is right now, seated at the right hand of the Father, you will also see yourself that you are in the glory. Hmm. When you see him seated there, you will also see yourself seated with Christ. Can you go to Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3? Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has, say, blessed us. Among you are blessed in this house. Amen. We are blessed with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly place in Christ. Just as He chose us in Him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before Him in, in love. It says here we are seated with Christ in the heavenly place. We need to understand that we are there. Seated with Christ. When you see Jesus in His glory, you will see yourself seated with Him. You are not down here begging. Mm. You are not down here begging, Lord, please, magpakita ka na. Among you prayed that prayer before. Lord, you're not down here begging, but you're up there, you're up there asking. Amen. You are not to beg, you are to ask. The Bible says, Ask and it shall be. Seek and you shall. Knock and the door shall be. Ask, seek, knock. A-S-K. Is it beg? <laughs> we know our spelling, di ba? Parang one plus one lang yan. A-S-K. Can you read that? A-S-K. That's ask. It's not beg. When you see Jesus... In the glory, you will see yourself also in the glory. It's time to dream big, my friend. Hallelujah. It will change the way you speak. 
It's, it will change the way you think, and it will also change the way you make decisions. I make this example yes, uh, earlier. But what if you're offered a job? There was two job offers. Number one, here it's a big salary. Hmm. When you're looking for a job, <laughs> there's a big salary here. There's an offer, big salary. Night differential starting at 10 a.m. <laughs> 10 a.m. palang may night differential na. <laughs> Sarap nun. <laughs> Pero you don't have peace here. Big salary, night differential, 8 a.m. Tuma. Sumuha pa. But here, uh, the salary is just, just right. Just right. The schedule is okay. But you have peace. That's big. This one. Okay, but there's peace. Why? Because malapit sa church. <laughs> you started to th- you're thinking, ah, all right. It will change your perspective. It will change even your priority. Hmm. Amen. It will change your priority. When you see yourself, Seated there. Amen? Number two is this. When you see Jesus in His glory, you will also understand that you are meant to live a glorious life. Say glorious life. Amen. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 11 in the message. It's in Christ that we find out who we are and what we are living for. Long before we first heard of Christ and got our hopes up, he had this eye on us, had designs on us for glorious living. We are designed for glorious living. I said earlier, it's time for us to dream big. Amen. It's time for us to dream dreams that only God can fulfill. Amen. It's, all, it's, it's time for us to pray prayers that only God can answer. Hallelujah. Who among you have prayed before? You're praying to God, Lord, Lord, can you help me with this? This is what I'm believing for. But in the back of your head, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. But you're trusting the Lord. Lord, I trust you. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. (laughs) Who among you pray that kind of prayer? You know what? It's time for us to think higher. Amen. It's time for us to pray prayers that only God can answer. Amen. Are you getting anything? Hallelujah. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 4, verse 18, But the path of the just, how among you are just, how among you are righteous in this house, is like the shining sun that shines ever brighter unto the perfect day. Amplified. But the path of the uncompromisingly just and righteous is like the Light of dawn that shines more and more brighter and clearer until it reaches its full strength and glory in the perfect day to be prepared. Let me tell you this, that your future is prepared, that your future is glorious, that the future of your son and your daughter is prepared and it's glorious. You don't have to worry. You just need to trust and look to Jesus. Amen. Last thing is this. When you see Jesus in His glory, 
it will cause you to reflect His glory. And this is what our pastors preached last time. That we are going to shine for Jesus. Shine, Jesus, shine. That's our theme song. The key to a fruitful and a successful life is beholding Him. If you want to be successful in life, you just look to Jesus. You just look to Jesus. You just need to trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Him and He shall direct your path. Just look to Him. Amen? Isaiah 60, verse 1 to 4. Arise, shine, for your light has come. And the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth, and deep darkness the people says, But the Lord will rise over you, and His glory will be seen upon you. If the glory of the Lord will be seen upon you, meaning you're going to experience the glory of God. Meaning you're going to experience His goodness all the more as you look to Him. I pray right now that as we look to Him, I know every one of us, we have, we're, go, we're going through challenges. Amen? How many of you are go, going through something here? Challenges, problem, sickness, anything? In everything that I said, I pray that whatever you're going through today, you just look to Him. When you look to Jesus in His glory, Everything, every concern in life will just fade away. I pray that you see Jesus in all His beauty today for who He is. Just turn your eyes to Jesus. Fix your eyes to Jesus. Whatever that problem is, it will vanish away. It sounds simple. Is that simple? Yes. That's simple. You just look to Him. Look to Him. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Hallelujah. We're going to sing this song. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. And I pray, as we sing this song, just turn your eyes. Look to Him. Sing it out. Turn your eyes Upon Jesus, look full in His wonderful face, and the things of the earth will grow strangely dim in the light. Of His glory and grace. Oh, turn your eyes. Sing it out. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look full in His wonderful face. And the things of the earth 
Jesus, and find everything that we need in you. Father, let this week be a week of beholding Him. Let this be a week of beholding Jesus. And if you're going through something today, we believe, Father, that it will fade away as we look to your glorious grace. Lord, I declare, declare peace upon your people today. Peace upon your people today. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen and amen. Hallelujah. Did you receive anything tonight? Hallelujah. Give glory to Jesus. Give Him praise. Give Him praise. Now, can you bow your heads and close your eyes? I'm going to make this invitation to those people who have not received Jesus yet as Lord and Savior. Jesus is wonderful. Jesus is amazing. And He gave His life for you, for you to live a glorious life. Now, if, that, if that's you, you're the person who are saying, Lord, I don't want to do it my way anymore. I want to do it your way. If, that you're, if that's you, I'm going to invite you to a prayer, but I want to see your hand. Every eyes are closed. Can you lift up your hands if you want to receive Jesus today? Come on. Anyone in this place? Thank you for that hand. Thank you for that hand. No one is looking at you. It's just between you and the Lord. Amen. Thank you for those hands. And in the fourth floor, if you're making this decision in accepting the Lord as your Lord and Savior, Jesus. Just lift up your hands. Hallelujah. We're going to lead you into a prayer of accepting the Lord. I believe this is the best decision that you will ever make in life. Amen. Congregation, let us encourage them by praying this prayer. Say, Lord Jesus, thank you for your love. Thank you for your sacrifice on the cross. Thank you, Lord God, that I'm alive in you now. Thank you for the glorious life that is prepared for me. Right now, Lord, I accept you as my Lord and my Savior. Starting today, I am yours and you are mine. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen and amen. Thank you for listening. For more information, follow us on social media or visit us at newlifethefort.com.